Good morning, guys. It's Emmett. So we're, I guess, not technically in a drought, but it's been a while since we've had some rain. And we have two sections of lawn that are dying. Right in front of the swing set and over by the fire pit. And... I'm actually running the sprinkler on one of them right now to try and bring it back to life. And I ran the sprinkler on the other one last night. But I know why they're dying or, or why they hopefully won't be dying. Um, it's because for the last four months, we've had four kids at the house instead of two. And the fact that given the amount of rainfall we've had and the amount of activity we've had on this lawn, it clearly reached its carrying capacity and exceeded it. Not everywhere, right? The lawn is fine in many places, but in the areas where the kids spent most of their time, in particular this one spot where they just, they spent a lot of time um, playing, they, they like, developed a circus after we watched The Greatest Showman. And I'm just looking out the window at it right now. And it's this spot where the soil is sort of naturally drier anyways, and it's right in front of the swing set. And normally it doesn't have this problem at all. The problem is that it was four kids instead of two kids every day. And the point of all of this is to talk about carrying capacity because this lawn clearly exceeded its carrying capacity or what was asked of this lawn clearly exceeded the lawn's carrying capacity and I think this idea of carrying capacity is a useful one because it helps us think about what forces are at play that create situations where you reach a tipping point and then things go downhill fast, right? The lawn is fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, and then all of a sudden it's not fine and it starts to die. And it's useful to remember that in those situations, there are a number of things you can do. And again, the lawn is an example of this. It is not, we're not just talking about lawns here. We're talking about mental health. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about any number of things. But let's use the lawn as an example. First of all, What pushes this section of lawn to the breaking point is a couple of things. It's the underlying quality of the soil that it grows on. If that were different, it, the situation would be different. It's its location. 
right? Not other, not every section of lawn is affected. It's the external factor that there has been not enough rain. And that also means we could have done a better job irrigating. Right? So life could randomly give you what you need or you could seek it out. Rain versus irrigation. And then the one that we probably think about the most is the carrying capacity. Is four kids, the, the, the wear and tear from four kids was asked of this piece of lawn, not two kids. So looking at what could have been done differently or what can be done, right? You can back off how much wear and tear you're putting on the lawn by roping off a section and keeping kids off of it or by uh, reducing the number of kids that play there regularly or by irrigating, right? Watering it so that you don't reach that point. And I think it's helpful when thinking when when thinking about carrying capacity is that it's much easier to not tip over the edge in the first place and to recognize the situation and take action before it gets to the point where the lawn is dying. There was a section of lawn this spring that I noticed was getting really beaten up when the, when the, when the lawn was first coming in, in April, I noticed that the kids were doing a lot of bike riding this spring and they would ride their bikes, uh, to and from the bike shed, always across this certain section of lawn. That was a really narrow sort of pinch point between two sections of garden. And I realized that it was just, it was getting dangerously close to just turning into mud Right, and that sort of it's already the path up to the chicken coop, and there's a there's a time in the spring when sort of all the grass is just coming up and it's young and delicate and it just seemed like it was just getting chowed. And I enacted a rule and said, Okay, you're no longer allowed to ride your bikes on this section, you gotta go around this other way. And that saved the lawn, and I'm looking at it now and it's lush and green. And if there are a number of things that we could have done to not have these sections of lawn be dying. Uh, I could have noticed it sooner and said, okay, I'm roping off this section. You're not allowed to play in it. I could have started watering. That would be sort of probably the, the, the least obvious intervention. Um, but I also could have um, requested that my, my nephew, who was doing the last couple of lawn mowings, that he just uh, keep the lawn mower to a higher setting or not mow this particular section. I think the thing that really chowed these two sections is that he was mowing the lawn and it was, and it was set really too low for the fact that there's a drought. I see this with my neighbors all the time. This is, this is getting to a really literal place, which I'm less interested in than thinking of this as an example of a broader pattern. But 
man, all of my neighbors, they mow their lawn super, super short, and then it always dies in the summertime. And we keep our lawn a little bit longer, and guess what? It doesn't die. Um, so, I guess the point is, for any situation where you feel like things are getting worse, there are a number of things that you can always do to make them better. And it's always better to do things sooner rather than wait for it to reach a tipping point and a crisis. Because like how the lawn will be okay, it'll be okay, it'll be okay, and then all of a sudden it's boom, the plants have had enough and they're dying. Um, that's so true of so many things in life. Right? Our relationships, they're okay, they're okay, they're okay, they're okay, they're okay. But you neglect them, you push them, you take them for granted and don't give them what they need long enough. Sooner or later, you're going to reach a tipping point. And when you reach that tipping point, it is a lot harder to pull things back from the brink than if you just gave a little care and attention to begin with. I'm going to go walk the dogs. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.